My name is Eric Cody Roth, author of Canine Medic, and welcome to Canine Educators to Save a Life. In this episode, we'll be talking about blue-green algae. When several dogs died this past summer after swimming in water contaminated by blue-green algae, the veterinary community began warning clients about the danger that blue-green algae poses to your pet. Most of the deaths occurred in the southern United States, in states like North Carolina, Texas, Tennessee, and Georgia, but Minnesota and Colorado also reported dog deaths suspected to the result of the toxic blue-green algae. When three dogs owned by the same pet owner died after playing in the water containing the toxic blue-green algae, a local veterinarian's office in Wilmington, North Carolina sent out an email warning pet owners that dogs who ingest the algae often face death. Now, there are many pet parents that don't realize the severity of the threat these toxins pose to animals. It's easy to overlook. As we are in the middle of summer, we want to make sure you have everything you need to know on how to keep your dog safe. But before we get into the blue-green algae, I have to be honest here. There are times where I feel like I have been in a cave for the past 100 years. Remember last winter, there were several occasions the news stated that we were going to get hit with a bomb cyclone. A bomb cyclone? What is that? Why have I never heard this term before? And I had a similar reaction when I started to hear of dogs dying because of blue-green algae. That is something I never heard of growing up. And I can tell you, I've jumped in many stagnant ponds as a kid, and you would have thought my parents would have mentioned something about not swimming in the blue-green water. I do remember them telling me not to drink the swimming pool water. I think I know why they wanted me not to do that. So what is blue-green algae? So I pulled a little bit of data from the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency. The toxic algae blooms occur throughout the U.S. and Canada, but they are not always blue-green. They can also be red and brown. And surprisingly, they can occur in both freshwater and saltwater. The algae, or pond scum, is actually cyanobacteria. This bacteria is full of toxins, primarily microcystins and anatoxins. We'll get into more of that here in a bit. So these toxins have a huge effect on dogs, people, livestock, and any other pets that swim and or drink from the algae-contaminated water. The cyanotoxins are powerful natural poisons, including ones that can cause rapid death by respiratory failure. Individually, cyanobacteria isn't visible to the naked eye. However, it looks like algae when it clumps together in bodies of water. Toxic algae can also bloom in backyard pools and decorative ponds if not maintained. Now, I have one of those little blue plastic pools I have in my backyard for Hank, and in about two weeks or so, you can start to see the, the algae forming on the bottom. So make sure you clean those. Now, the bloom can produce four types of toxicity that damages the liver, nerve tissues, destroys the cells of the kidneys, and causes hives or a rash. So let's talk about it and how to spot it. Water-containing toxic algae blooms will often have the appearance of pea-green paint, or will appear as there is a slime on the surface. If certain wind conditions are right, the film will often concentrate along the shoreline in areas where animals may drink or swim. Now, to no surprise, algae intoxications happen more during the summer because the weather conditions promote the growth of the cyanobacteria. So, more computer homework for you. Search blue-green algae and get to know its appearance. And then search for blue-green algae in your area. We have to remember that education is power and you can keep your dog safe. So, let's look at the signs of intoxication. Now, dogs can develop poisoning when they drink from or even simply swim in the contaminated water source. Remember, a sign is something we see, and a symptom is something that is usually told to us or that is conveyed. So we will have to look at the signs. So now we need to get back to the microcystins or the anatoxins. 
The microcystins can result in liver damage or failure. Let's look at some signs a liver injury has occurred. You may see vomiting, diarrhea, blood in the stool, weakness, pale mucous membranes. That's when you lift the dog's lips up and look at their gums. Jaundice, that's usually yellowing of the eyes. Seizures, your dog may be disoriented, go into shock, or even a coma. Now the anatoxins are neurotoxins. Signs of a neurotoxin include excessive secretions. This is usually salivation or lacrimation. Typically they leak from the eyes or cry. You may see muscle tremors, muscle rigidity, paralysis, blue discoloration of the skin and mucous membranes. Again, always take a peek at the gums. Or you may see a respiratory component where the dog has trouble breathing. Now, if your dog is experiencing any of these signs, you need to contact your veterinarian immediately. Unfortunately, there is no antidote for the toxins produced by the blue-green algae, and the prognosis of an affected dog is often poor. Aggressive and immediate veterinary treatment is necessary to help treat your pet. Sadly, in some cases, euthanasia is the only option. Treatment is usually limited to supportive care focused on the affected organ systems. Aggressive therapy including IV fluid and plasma may replenish electrolytes, regulate blood glucose, support organ function, and prevent shock. Muscle relaxers may help with animals who have muscle tremors, and anti-seizure drugs are administered if convulsions occur. They also may use atropine as this reduces excessive salivation and tearing. If your dog does survive, the recovery can take weeks or even months. Dogs who recover from the cyanobacteria will usually have a lingering liver damage, but with the support of your veterinary team, your pup can still have a good quality of life. Now, prevention is the key when it comes to any pet toxin. Do not allow your pets to drink from stagnant ponds, lakes, or bodies of water that have the bluish-green scum on the surface or around the edges. Blue-green algae can also stick to the pet's fur, and it becomes ingested when they clean themselves. So take caution before allowing your pet to jump into a body of water and be sure to rinse your pet thoroughly with fresh water after going for a cool refreshing dip. Many health departments will test the water frequently in areas that are known to have outbreaks. Look for the signs. Vigilance is important. Again, I can't stress enough. If you suspect your pet has ingested something potentially toxic, you need to call your veterinarian immediately. If you would like more information on blue-green algae, we also have a video that explains a little bit more on our YouTube channel. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe. In the next few weeks, we have some awesome content coming up. We have an exclusive interview with Roger Williams. Roger's from Jamaica, and he is single-handedly taking on animal cruelty in his country. I'm really looking forward to that. We'll also be interviewing an inmate who is part of a training program for service dogs. See just how these dogs have changed his life. We hope you are finding benefit to these podcasts. And if there is any subject you would like us to tackle, you can find my contact information at www.canineeducators.com. On behalf of all of us at Canine Educators, we'd like to thank you for listening. Until next time, never let fear be larger than your purpose.